What's up, everyone? My name is David Link. I am also known as Orlando Magic for Life 89, and we are here on Talking Magic for Life and Orlando Magic Podcast. And we are here live on Facebook Live, and it is 11:30 p.m. on a Sunday night, and we're here to talk some Orlando Magic. I got, I got some, some poll questions up, up on the, the, the page. I got, I got some questions, questions you guys answer. Hopefully you guys can interact with me. Um, hopefully do this weekly here on Facebook Live and hopefully on some other outlets as well. You can also find me on Twitter at ORL Match for Life 89. You can also find me on Instagram, Orlando Magic for Life 89. And you can join our Facebook group, Orlando Magic for Life. It's a Facebook group, almost 900 members strong, almost so, almost 900, we're almost there, about maybe 30, 40 members. So get on there, join the the page, and keep spreading the gospel that is the Orlando Magic. You know, and also you can also follow the official Orlando Magic for Life fan page, which is also on Facebook. And I just wanted to start a weekly podcast to talk about the Orlando Magic because, you know, they're the greatest team ever. At least in my opinion, the greatest team ever. Who cares about all those other teams in the league? All 31 of them can go take a deep dive off the cliff, especially Miami and the Boston Celtics. Both those teams. Hated by the Orlando Magic fans for good reason. So, further ado, like I said, my name is David. I'm also the lead administrator for our Facebook, you know, fan group, Orlando Magic for Life, and let's talk some Orlando Magic. As we know, the Orlando Magic just ended their 2022, you know, summer league season. At two and three, they won the they won again they won the game against the Houston Rockets. Then they won against the Sacramento Kings, but then we lost to the New York Knicks, the Detroit Pistons, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now I know we all shouldn't make anything about the summer league. It's just summer league, but summer league has its purpose. The main thing with summer league is to show our current rookies, you know, get them some playing time before the regular season starts against other NBA caliber players. Some players who have been drafted and some players who are still trying to make the NBA play in the summer league every year. And our two rookies, who are the number one pick, Paolo Pancaro out of Duke, and the 32nd pick in the second round, Caleb Houston from Michigan. Both played in the Summer League, and they both played pretty well, and they did a very good job, and I'm excited for both players. Paolo finished both his games. He only played in two. He played in the first game against the Houston Rockets. You know... And then he also played against the Sacramento Kings. In that first game, he had 17 points, 
six rebounds and six assists. He shot five for five from the free throw line. I believe he was five or 12 from the field. And he showed everyone why he was chosen at number one. The main things he showed were his, you know, was his frame. He's 6'10", 250 pounds. And he is, has an NBA-ready body to take the beating that is the NBA. And he showed in this game that he can back down the best of them. And he has the, the ability to create his own shot. And that is one of the main things that I've been looking to get and have been lacking for a very long time. We, uh, we haven't had a, a go-to scorer, I want to say, since maybe Steve Francis back in the 03 season. And even further back more than that, would be Tracy McGrady or Penny Hardaway. We haven't had a go-to score, an alpha dog type player who we can, if we get stuck on offense, we can just give him the ball and he can go out and get himself a bucket. And that's what Paolo Pancaro is. He came into the summer league and took over. And he, he became, once he stepped onto the court, he was the leader of this team, and it showed. He he was leading the team. He he played the point forward position, and he was our floor general. And I'm excited to see him the regular season take that from the summer league into the regular season. And he did an amazing job. To just his ability to get his own shot and to get his spots on the floor were amazing and I think one of the best things he showed in the Summer League was his passing ability to, to be a playmaker, to run the point forward, to, run, to be the floor general, meaning he could pass the ball and he could pass the ball really good. He had this one pass which in my opinion was the pass of the Summer League which was like a LeBron-esque type, you know, pass where he was on the far elbow and he, he rocketed a one-arm pass to the corner three for Caleb, for Caleb Houston to hit a three. And he just was amazing. And that ability to pass the ball and to set up your teammates is going to go with the spacing that with the spacing in the NBA is going to be a it's going to be he's going to be a stat stuffer, but one of those players who can get could be a twenty, ten and six assist type guy, and that's what we need. We need one of those type of guys to be there for the Magic to grow with the team, to show the Orlando Magic front office, Jamal Mosley, Jeff Weltman. Uh, John Hammond, that he's the type of player who wants to to be the leader, and he, he showed it. he wants to be the leader. He wants to be the guy who brings Orlando back to the glory days, because not a lot of fans know in this you know era of the Orlando Magic how good the Magic have been as a franchise since they came to the league in 1989. They're one of the most storied franchises since coming into the league, 
and have had some of the best players come through our you know organization: Shaquille O'Neal, you know Penny Hardaway, Dennis Threes, Dennis Scott, Nick Anderson, you know Jeff Turner, Scott Skiles, Daryl Armstrong, Tracy McGrady. You know, the list goes on and on. Yeah, some of those players are, are future Hall of Famers. Some are Hall of Famers. And that is where we need to get back to. And that is, you know, one of the main reasons why I became an Magic fan, which I have been one since I have been five, was when the team came into the league and had the, the era of Shaq, Penny, and... That just made me fall in love with the team, and you know, I want that kind of, I want that, that again for our for our fans and to show the national media that we're not a team who can just be pushed around. We're not a team that's not relevant. We are so relevant now, and that's you know, just you know where we're going is sky's the limit. Also, so we talk about our other player that our other rookie, which. We, like I said, he was, you know, drafted at number 32 out of Michigan, Caleb Houston, the Canadian from our great friends from up north. He was drafted to be a wing player who can shoot the ball, and he did a really, really good job in that first game against the Houston Rockets. He was 5-9 from the three-point range. You know, he made all the right cuts. He got into his positions for he got in the right position for his you know his teammates to get him the ball in his in his shooting pocket, and he played some pretty good defense. He did have some turnovers. He did have some rookie mistakes, but you know that's understandable. He's you know a rookie and he's gonna have, he's gonna learn what he needs to do to be a a good player to be a player who can stay in the NBA and who you know is a person who can be in the NBA. And the way he played, he uh, the Orlando Magic has awarded him with a four-year, $8.2 million contract, which is the first two years fully guaranteed at $4 million. And the third and fourth years are not guaranteed, the fourth year being a team option. And... What I got to say is what he showed is that, you know, he's going to be a good player. He's, he's young. He's hungry. He's got a chip on his shoulder thinking he should have been picked higher than his position at 32. And the team is on the rise. And some of the questions I wanted to ask is, do you think the big thing in the league right now is that Donovan Mitchell is – being considered to be traded by the Utah Jazz. They are now, you know, entertaining offers from teams on, you know, their, you know, wanting of Donovan Mitchell. In my opinion, I don't believe we're in the position to, you know, pull that trigger. Yes, we have the assets. In my opinion, we do have the assets to make that kind of trade, but it's not, it's not, we're not, we're not in the we're not in that part of the rebuild where we should be hemorrhaging our future for Donovan Mitchell. Yes, I do believe Donovan Mitchell is one of the best players in the league right now. He's 25 years old, in the prime of his career. He averaged 25 points last year. He can he's lights out from he's lights out on the offensive side. 
he is a superstar type player and but we would have to give up a lot to get him and most teams would probably the first thing they would probably ask us to give up would be Franz Wagner or Paolo Pancaro and I'm sorry if, if they were to call into the Orlando Magic organization asking for those two players click hang up right away because you know we're not giving up those two players because those are our two best players but Paolo Pancaro and Franz Wagner are untouchable the rest of the you know roster maybe probably you know get rid of i would say if you were to you know entertain a trade to get donovan mitchell i would say we would have to keep our young core of cole anthony jalen suggs franz wagner wendell carter jr and palo pancaro if we were to keep those players that core and we're able to get donovan mitchell you know, without giving up those players, I say go for it. Then that'd be great. But we we'd, we would probably have to give one of those players up, and several of our picks, which we have, you know, received over the years. You know, because you know, Jeff Weltman and Matt and uh, John Hamm have been doing a great job since they took over in 2017 from Rob Hennigan. You know, they took a team from. That was left in shambles by Rob Hennigan back in 2017, and they they have been building it up from the ground up, and they have done a great job. They made some great picks in the draft, you know, some which was Jonathan Isaac in 2017. You know, it sucks that he's been injured, and I'm hoping he comes back, you know, to start the season off, and he's ready to go, because we need him. When he went down, he was on the verge of becoming the 2020, you know, Defensive Player of the Year. He was, you know, unstoppable to start that season. He was getting to his spots with no problems. He was blocking shots left and right. He was stealing the ball. He was just getting into his groove on the offensive side. And then he had a, then he went down with that knee injury. And when he came back, I thought that he came back too soon, and they probably shouldn't have brought him back in the bubble and hurt hurt his knee again. Now he's been out for almost now for for two seasons, and I'm hoping we get pre you know you know pre injury Jonathan Isaac because if we do with him coming in. Being fully healthy and being the John Isaac of old, woof, we are going to be a team to be reckoned team to be reckoned with, because our his defense and his offense combined with the rest of this team is going to be a scary thing. Teams are not going to want to play us. That's all I'm saying. And they will not want to face our team. We have a we have one of the best young cores in the league. And our defense is serious. Our defense is where it's at. Our offense is finally starting to come around. That's what Paolo Pancaro was drafted for. We have our offensive player now. We have the defensive, you know, mindset. And Jamal Mosley is just, you know, cooking up so many things in his head from when the season starts for the lineup. And for him to play with all the toys he has here on the roster now, I'm pretty sure he's super excited, just like we are. And, you know, the magic are going places. And 
Like I said, we don't need Donovan Mitchell yet. I say give it one more year, see what we got. And the main thing that should be this year should be winning games. We should be in the mindset of wanting to win games and making the play-in tournament. That is my hope this year is that we make the play-in tournament and surprise some teams. That's my question to you guys is, do you believe we make the play-in game, the play-in tournament, and if we do, would that make the season a success? In my opinion, it would be a huge success to make the play-in tournament. That means that we are improving to, you know, you know, from our last few seasons. I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of watching us lose basketball games. We should be about winning now. We're in the, we have Jamal Mosley has crafted a culture here in Orlando, you know, and the culture is that it's family. They're all connected. And they're connected and they're, you know, they all want to play for each other. They all want to be there for each other. And it's exciting to see the camaraderie between our players. And some players have even stayed knowing that, you know, they could have gotten, you know, a bigger payday somewhere else, which is what we did in the you know, offseason. We, we re-signed Obama to a two-year deal worth $21 million. And then we signed Gary Harris, our veteran of the team, to a three-year $26 million contract. And Gary Harris is the type of player who could have gone to another team and gotten a bigger contract and, and played for a winning team and played for someone who a team that could be making the playoffs. But he chose the he chose the Orlando Magic. He chose to re-sign with the Orlando Magic organization because he sees what the Magic are building and what Jeff Weltman and John Hammond and Jamal Mosley are are and his teammates are building here in Orlando. We're building something special, and I'm excited to be a part of it. You know that you know I get to see it. You know I want to get to see it every day. You know on you know when I get to go to the games, and I'm excited to see Paolo Pancaro play in person. It's going to be amazing. I heard that man is a massive, massive dude. He's like I said, six six ten, two hundred and fifty pounds. That is a big, 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 big man. And he is just going to hit the ground running and light this league on fire and blow some stuff up. And that's what, you know, people are seeing. You know, a lot of the, lot of the you know, fans, a lot of our fans are complaining that we just re-signed a roster that was our losing roster. I don't know what, t- what, what you guys are watching, but. After the All-Star break last season, we were one of the better teams in the league. We had, we had one of the better defensive ratings in the league. Our offense went up. Our, you know, three-point shooting went up. And we were a really good team. And and you guys want to complain about re-signing that team? Did you forget that half our skill players were all injured? You can't do anything with injured players. You, you can't, you know, build towards something if your players are injured. We now have a full offseason of most of our players being healthy. And the big benefit of that is Markel Fultz. 
I'm very excited to see Markel Fultz this year. It's going to be the Markel Fultz Revenge Tour this season, and he's had a complete he's had a complete offseason of being healthy. Now that he's healthy, he has a real offseason that he can that he can work on his his shooting, work on his passing, work on his game, and not have to worry about rehabbing his injuries because he's fully healthy now. You saw when he came back last season, the last like 20 or so games, he was our best player on the court when he came back from that injury last year. And he was in there and we won some games. and We almost won games we shouldn't have been winning, you know, just because we had Martel Fultz. He makes us a better, he makes us a better team. He's a good passer. He's one of the best, you know, point guards who can drive to the basket and get, get to the free throw line. And he just knows where to put the basketball and where to set up his teammates to make them better, to make them look good, let alone make himself look good. He's, 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 and I just can't wait to see him and team up with, you know, Paolo Pancaro. It's going to be, going to be awesome. And so I also wanted to go on a couple of sites and see some highlights from the, some, some of the games we just played up. Let's, I mean, I got my, uh, my browser up, so let's hit up uh, some, let's hit up YouTube. We're gonna search Orlando Magic Summer League 2022. Let's do, let's look up Palo, actually. Alrighty, so let's see, let's get up, um, let's look at this one. The number one pick, Palo Pancaro, full 2022 NBA Summer League highlights from Highlights 101. We're going to check up that one right there. Pancaro with another little bit of room service at the other here against the shorter Knicks got a little one on them baseline jumper with a fortuitous roll good dig by Ellis got the turnover but it goes to Bancaro kicks it out to a wide open Terry butter what do you make of the fact that the two first round picks are matched up against each other Bancaro drifting to get open and it's butter games Bancaro trying to turn the corner, picked up by Ellis. Boy, man. Bancaro inside. Look at his frame. I mean, my goodness. Million per on a two-year deal. Nice. Nice pass by Bancaro. Like a lot of young players, they have some missteps earlier in their career, but it's all about learning. He talked to us about... Simpson with the steal, Bancaro. Boy, put his body right into Kata. Nice backdoor pass in traffic. Inside, Terry. Houston, Bancaro gets it back. Shot clock at three. Got to get busy with it. Tough turnaround. Cash. <laughs> it's a discount time. Inside. Move his feet here against Bancaro. Paolo got a step. And got the layup in eight. Yeah, and I asked Jabari pregame how motivated he was heading into his summer league debut. 
guy's Bancaro. So he's going to be able to guard. He's got to check uh, Bancaro here. That's a problem. That's a big time problem. Bad bitch want back back and you know store that ass on me. I don't want that girl cause she want me cause the cash on me. Yeah, you know she capping on me. Dread like that cap on me. Mark it down. He's going to be our first rookie of the year winner since Mike Miller from the 2000 season. And Mike Miller is his agent as well, so which is pretty cool. He's also the agent of RJ Hampton. All right, so let's check out... His game against the Kings. This is Paolo Pancaro. 23 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists versus the Kings. 2022 20, from ZH Highlights. Thing. I love the back doors that Pancaro and Murray are guarding each other in this game. You love to see that level of competition. Settled in after a nice strip there. Simpson with the steal. Pancaro. Boy, put his body right into Kata. 6'6", 210, great size. So he's going to be able to guard. He's got to check uh, Boncaro here. That's a problem. That's a big time problem. He's working so hard on the defensive end, but he caught a mouse in the house. Difference of four and a half inches. Mr. Boncaro is showing off. That's on poster right there. That's on poster. That's on poster ball right now. Bancaro with another little bit of room service at the other end. Okay. We're in Vegas, so we'll take some showtime. But the number one thing showing exactly why. Competing on the defensive end. A little flair. Why not? It's Vegas. It's down to second free throw. Six-point game. Let's watch him move his feet here against Bancaro. Paolo got a step and got the layup to Hampton. Only taking three shots here, Mark. RJ Hampton, one more to Schofield. Good rotation. Let's pray that they continue to play about four or five games. Bancaro trying to turn the corner, picked up by Ellis. Man, spinning like a DJ. Double team, good dig by Ellis. They got the turnover, but it goes to Bancaro. Kicks it out to a wide open Terry. Butter. <laughs> Mike Brown joining us here courtside. Mike, thanks a lot, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sacramento Kings down by six. Averaging over 60 million per on the two year deal. Nice. Nice pass by Bancaro. Orlando Magic on the verge of improving to 2 0. In summer league play, Bancaro with the block. Bancaro, Houston, Bancaro gets it back. Shot clock at three. Got to get busy with it. Tough turnaround. Cash. The number one pick in the draft against the number four pick. Bancaro. Inside, Terry. Got it. Game over. To go home. Fuck it. Alright, so like I said, you know, Orlando Magic are on the rise. I believe we're gonna make the playing tournament this year. Our main goal should be winning games. Keep improving our players, keep improving the the what we're what we're working towards. 
improve, win basketball games. It's going to be entertaining. Like I said, my name is David Link, a.k.a. Orlando Magic for Life 89, and this is Talking Magic for Life, an Orlando Magic podcast. And again, you can find me on Instagram, Orlando Magic for Life 89, on Twitter, O-R-L-L, Magic for Life 89. You can join our Facebook group, Orlando Magic for Life. Follow our official Facebook fan page, Orlando Magic for Life. And I'm also going to be posting this up on YouTube, Orlando Magic for Life 89. I hope you will subscribe, leave me a like, and some comments. And hit that little bell so you get all so you get all the notifications when I put up new content. Thank you again. Um, have a great night. Orlando Magic for life. Peace out.